0: box seat
1: suck there you go what do you think there you go i like it tom i like it it i like me in
0: a vision
1: ladies and gentlemen if you're listening to this right now you're part of history this is the official now official first episode of the box (laughs) seat suck podcast I am your host, Tone, along with my co-host, the legend himself, Sheriff Tom Brown. We are coming to you live from his balcony in, in beautiful Westbury, New York. It's a very balmy 50-degree uh, day in December of 2019.
0: would have been funnier if it was 10.
1: But <laughs> Tom, I'll take thank you for having me here, my friend. How you doing?
0: I'm doing very well. We got uh, our cigars. We got booze all over this table.
1: We got some nice cigars from this Native American cigar spot in Jericho on Jericho Turnpike in Syosset.
0: Do they have a wooden Indian? They
1: do. Thank when you me. walk in, I wish I had a picture of it. I wish I even had the name, but I've only been there a few times. We'll I'll take get
0: a picture it. for the podcast.
1: Uh, we, we took a shot of McAllen 18 beforehand, and I'm sipping it. Why don't you tell the listening audience what you're sipping on this afternoon?
0: A lot of people who know me will say this is apropos. It is a Pills, which isn't necessarily apropos. I'm more of a drink-anything guy. But it's called Grumpy Pills. <laughs> and you know, it's which, not the first beer I found that has grumpy in the name. Which, so.
1: for, for you, is perfect. Yes. We, we also have, and you mentioned this to me beforehand, we have the official podcast mascot standing by here. Why don't you tell the fans listening Yes, at home? I
0: will be putting up a picture once I get the Facebook group going. But we have an Abdullah the Butcher wrestling figure. And this, by the way, was a gift from... Sammy Lamy.
1: Really? Yes. I miss that guy. He's in Florida now, oh, right? he...
0: By the way, he's going to do cartwheels without using his hands when he hears <laughs> that we mention his name. Can
1: I office. can I give you a very quick Abdul the Butcher story, and then Please we're going to get into? So we used to have. Do you remember wrestling Mike? He was a friend of Quicks yes. from uh, from the end of the ECW, beginning of the USA Pro Independent Show One days. One of the
0: eighty five mics that had a descriptive yes. in front of their name, so we can ascertain. Who he
1: was he used to promote USA Pro wrestling shows in Queens in the early two thousands, and he was a big Yankee. Fan. Fan and a big bleacher guy. He used to always tell Quick, because I think they they were in the same building in, um, where the hell were they, Forest Hills or Rigo yeah. Park. Uh-huh. If you remember, he used to always tell Quick, if you can get like 10 bleacher guys, I'll get you front row at the USA Pro Show. And we used to go to shows at the Elks Lodge in Amazuera together. It was a lot of fun. We were at a show once, I want to say 2004. Abdullah the Butcher was in the main event, refused to come out until the promoters paid him. And we started cursing him out. Finally, Abdullah comes out, and we were just, I mean... We were giving him the business left and right. He gave one of the worst performances you'd ever seen. And I think this is on YouTube, but Phil, make it happen. Phil started throwing chairs in the ring. The rest of the crowd followed. It was like that classic Terry Funk, Cactus Jack, ECW. And it was all because of Abdullah the Butcher being a cheap fuck.
0: And you know, if if you had told me that somebody threw a chair in the ring to start all of this, uh, I think Phil might have been my first guest, <laughs> maybe my second. And by the way, if you know anybody with a tie to ECW in that old arena, ask them if they have my wooden axe from the Renaissance Fair, which I bought there once for a wrestler to use as a weapon. Yeah, and yeah. they never used it. And they ended up throwing it in a dumpster and I never saw it. Ever. I'm
1: looking forward to future wrestling episodes. Oh, but, yeah. but, Tom, we, uh, about a month ago, we spent about an hour on your balcony. We were shooting the shit about what we wanted to do with this Box Seat Suck podcast. The conversation went so well that we started recording... Uh, we sent out um, on the on the podcast medium community. We sent out about that forty five minute uh, podcast episode. We got a hell of a lot of good feedback on it. Yeah, it brings us to where we are today. The official episode one, and I got to be honest, there is no other guest to to kick this off than you, the host of the show. Thank this you. is your baby. Um, this is your creation, and let's just get right to it. Yep. Tom. Yes. How and when Guilty as charged okay. <laughs> How and when Did Tom Brown stumble across The right field bleachers of Yankee Stadium
0: We're going back to the olden days We're talking about the early 90s I had moved to New York City uh, A college friend had called me up And said how would you like to move into New York City I said let's do it I had a 14th floor apartment overlooking the World Trade Center But on the downside I ain't got no money
1: Lower East Side right yeah, I I but me let that. me tell you
0: something so imagine how that sounded to the women in New York. Wow, yeah. This guy's got a 14th floor apartment overlooking the World Trade Center. What do we have for dinner? Bialys. Okay? I can get five of those for a yeah. dollar.
1: So if I'm you're looking, lucky, yeah. Right? I'm
0: looking for entertainment outside of this apartment and I'm like, where can I go by myself and not either look lost or like a creeper or whatever? And I'm a Yankee fan, always was. used to sit all the way up on the roof. Yeah, I said, Yankee bleachers. Tickets seem cheap. I could kind of hide
1: What year was this now?
0: We're looking at 92
1: 92, okay
0: um, I recall sitting out there Now, keep in mind Not
1: a great Yankee team, by the way, in 92 Oh,
0: no, but yeah. I was used to that yeah. But think about this There was nobody there, okay You know, you're talking about I have a picture of uh, me and a couple of the other guys Arm in arm, smiling and it's taken from looking, you know, up into the bleachers and there's empty seats everywhere. People are like, what, what what was that? Like an hour and a half before the game? I'm like, No, you you know, that was during the game. This is what the crowds were like. Yeah. I mean, you literally could fall and roll down ten rows. Wouldn't
1: make sense to somebody nowadays if you see the crowds at the cards. No, and game it was stadium. funny, and
0: these were games in the middle of the year. So I sat a little bit apart from people and then the next game I move up a row and then I move up a row and then I'm there. And uh it was on yeah. and I never really went anywhere else I believe that I sat in the box seats once From like The whole time That I sat in the bleachers From the 90s to 2000 Because why would I leave?
1: Yeah Yeah And, and, and the uh, tickets Just to reiterate now the, You and I both know this But just to share it With the listening audience At home that might not In 1992 A bleacher ticket cost
0: I believe it was $6 Or whatever But whatever it was It was so low That I could go mm-hmm. um, I believe $6 Is the number That sticks in my head but I'm not sure if that's a 6-6 six, six,
1: six thing <laughs> Now, I, I had mentioned something to you beforehand And, and this is how I sort of want to um, um, introduce my next question uh, You and I are both fans of Game of Thrones yes. um, At the end of Game of Thrones I mean, I, I, I'd say spoiler alert But if you haven't seen it by now, tough shit they're looking to crown the, the new uh, leader of the Seven Kingdoms. And what Tyrion Lannister, the little guy, says is that who can tell a story better than Bran Stark? Well, that's the way I feel about you, Tom, not only in terms of the Bleachers, but just in general. You are one of the premier top-of-the-line storytellers that I know. So my question to you, and this is a story that I'm looking forward to hearing about and that I'm sure everyone at home is looking forward to hearing about, how did Tom Brown become Sheriff Tom?
0: You know, the way I remember this is you can blame Big Joe Mm. for this. And it's one of the dumber stories in the history of the earth, but everything has its purpose. He goes to the Alamo on a vacation. Texas. Oh, yeah. He's at the Alamo, and they got one of those tchotchke shops. (laughs) And there's these badges, and he's so excited because he wants a Sheriff Joe badge. Yeah. Guess what? There was no Sheriff Joe badge. Okay. No Sheriff Joey badge. Nothing So he sits there and he goes Who would be Silly enough Or dumb enough To wear a badge Tom (laughs) So he gets a Sheriff Tom badge Boy I was so happy
1: Now what year was this Tom?
0: I have to think this was more towards the mid 90s Okay However The name didn't even really stick Because even though I was wearing a Sheriff's badge People weren't calling me Sheriff Tom necessarily They were calling me, hey Tom, yeah. uh, drunk, uh, <laughs> a-hole, you know, but um, so it didn't really stick until later on, and we'll get into this in future episodes where I did some radio appearances, uh, Steve Mason from 1027, okay. who was uh, sharing the airways with people like Opie and Anthony at the time, came out in the bleachers. He had a big Bob bar- Barker microphone. Boy, he took a lot of heat for that. You know that little stick. thick. Wait,
1: he would bring the microphone into the bleachers yeah, during games. Yeah, I interview don't even people? know if
0: this was a real microphone. It was one of those long, long. I know like what a you're talking bar- about. Barker yeah, mat. yeah, yeah. We used to make fun of him for it. Yeah. Um, and uh, he used to call me Sheriff Tom on the air, and 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 that stocking. In a future episode, if you can believe this or not, it might not be a good thing to you, but I got about 45 minutes of share of Tom's stories in terms of regarding either around
1: hey man, you the sh- name or the badge. Tom, this is your baby, man. You share what you want. You
0: know, yeah. and by the way, I've got a copy of Bleeding Pinstripes out here. And I-, I'm, I am I'm familiar
1: know? with that, with yeah. that reading. Yes. Can you imagine
0: there was a book written about us?
1: Tom is opening the book right now, yeah. ladies and oh, gentlemen. And by the
0: way, one of the reasons we're doing a podcast is because I never did a book. Yeah. You know, life gets in the way. Who has time to write a book?
1: Yeah. Well, it's 2019 now, so we're we're finally catching up.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, listen to this. You, it
1: looks like you got some autographs on the oh, front page of that, know, huh? Oh, you know, let
0: me tell you something. One day, I will uh, do a read-along. Um, and I will read I the can't names wait. Of I can't wait people. for that. Yeah. Sheriff Tom Brown. There it is. For nearly a decade, not really a sheriff, <laughs> Tom was the inspirational leader of the creatures, full of mischief and wisecracks. Known to deputize many women in the bleachers. <laughs> All right, that's an issue in itself. I'll get to that in a second. That
1: might be a separate... We don't want yeah. to get
0: in trouble. More now. recently, he has settled into the role of father and There husband, you go. But occasionally makes cameo appearances. By the way, let me explain that line really fast. It sounds really ribald.
1: This book is a 15-year-old book, by the way. And it correct? may be that's,
0: out of print. If you have a copy...
1: it's. I have one. I have well, one in my home,
0: in my listen, home library. That line... It sounds very ribald yeah. it makes it sound like i would be deputizing women and handing them badges <laughs> like derek jeter giving out fruit <laughs> baskets it wasn't so it wasn't so you know racy uh basically it was a case of a woman come up to me i'd be in my cups and she'd go can i have that badge and i'd be like hey, "Here you go." <laughs> and then people go tom where's your badge i'm like oh i think that girl like 80 feet away has it yeah. um so basically i guess once you come in possession of a badge you become a deputy yeah so anyone who found some of my lost badges as well because they, they used to lose them
1: they were your deputies. i guess stuff. they're deputies yeah, as well yeah. There might
0: be about 85 of them think about a woman right now she's older getting ready to put a kid in college cleaning out their room and she finds and comes a across badge, the sheriff yeah, tom brown
1: like, yeah. she doesn't know what it is there's no way, way all saying, these years later she knows there's no way right no way
0: no well, why you call me forgettable <laughs>
1: I'm just saying. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm saying is all. I'm saying is
0: no, all. No, it's all good. But, uh, Yeah. No, so that line sounds better than it does. Um, you know. Hey, my inlaws have a copy of that book. So. Yeah. I've never been asked about it.
1: But. Well, you know, part of the reason also that I ask, and and this is just now, I, I'm I'm gonna follow up here, but this is now me putting myself in the position of the of the listener, because there's a bunch of people that are gonna listen to this that already know all about you and know all about the bleachers, and God willing, eventually there'll be some that don't. So. <laughs> I started sit oh, tom 's playing around with the speakers. We get some music here. I started sitting out there uh, regularly in 03. I, I was out there a handful of times in 2001 and 2002.
0: Which, interestingly enough, I was done.
1: Yeah. So that's what I wanted to get to. Yeah. I know, you, were, you were a 90s guy, which, for all intents and purposes, was the golden era of the bleachers. Would you agree oh, with that? absolutely. Not even close.
0: It's not even a question.
1: But even me being out there at the time and, and meeting people and, you know, the Vinnies of the world made themselves very uh, friendly to me early on. Uh, Dever has a great story of, of bringing me in because of a, a canderia hoodie that I was wearing. But even me, with you not being out there as much, I knew the legend of Tom Brown. Everybody, knew, you, you couldn't sit out there and actually care about what the section stood for and what it meant and the history of it without knowing who you were. You, are this, you were the central point of that section. In, in terms of the status of it In terms of the the legend uh, Status of it In terms of the meaning of it So I- is that something you're aware of I mean is that something that you sort yeah. of hold some pride with
0: I, I do and I appreciate it One of the reasons though it was um, There were a lot of people who did like me There were some people that didn't like me But what, what I think was one of my stronger uh, Attributes Was that I was a gatekeeper Not a gatekeeper because I would never not let someone in the section yeah, That yeah. was Tina's job yeah. You know when I went out there, you had Tina out there, who's still out there, God bless, and still playing a good God bless her, role. yeah. She didn't like you, you. You were getting booted up a couple of rows, or she would make it clear. You were out. And I just, was for opposite.
1: The, for, for those people who don't know, the days that you're talking about, that those are general admission days. This isn't oh, like yeah. today where you grab a ticket on StubHub, row 20, seat you know, B, whatever the hell it is, and you sit there. If, if Tina didn't want you there, you're you were out. You're not
0: there. Unless there were times I had to intervene. Okay. And uh, either the, the people were not doing anything and getting some wrath, or I found them pretty. <laughs> but um, basically, I was open to meeting people, and that, that was one of the things. So a lot of people, as we go along, will tell you I'm the reason they sat in the bleachers. It wasn't necessarily because I was the most entertaining, or uh, I was free with handing out beers. It was because I welcomed them. People would come in. You would literally see them doing what I did, moving up a section, moving up a row. Just kind of hanging out on the periphery. They
1: wanted to be closer to the fun.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. they but they didn't want to intrude. Okay. And I remember this is a funny story. When you think about my history and how I am now, I was a little bit intimidated when I went out there. I looked at teams. You
1: were intimidated. I was because okay.
0: I thought that these people were a closed group.
1: And this is 92, 93 we're talking about now. And it only
0: took about two or three games for me to ingratiate myself. And then it took another five for me to start running that little show. (laughs) Yeah. So
1: within seven games, you were the Don Corleone of the bleachers.
0: Well, you see what I do. Yeah. (laughs) And again, that doesn't make me the number one guy into the Hall of Fame. It doesn't make me the greatest bleacher creature. It just makes me the most... Begarious.
1: Well, listen, I can't tell you the amount of guys, especially in the beginning when I was out there, that told me, Tom brought me in, Tom brought that's me in, exactly Tom brought me right. in. right. So that's, you know, to piggyback yeah, on what you're saying, I'm it's the of. truth, yeah. And these are not, you know, guys that came and left. These are guys that I still talk to this day that still go to games this day, you know. Whose
0: kids are going to the games sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the things about it also was that um, I ended up, when I lived in Queens, I would go, all right, we got Friday game, Saturday game, Sunday game. Who's crashing? Yeah. You know, we used to do that. Grover
1: would tell me a lot about that because he lived right by you and he was always saying guys were staying around. And yeah. I likened
0: myself to the Pied Piper in some ways because after a while you had people like Gangbang Steve, Tone Capone, they're a little bit younger than me. I would not call them protégés because they just morphed into their own, but they became part of the group and we used to just roam around. And one of the coolest things back in those days, not only was it general admission, you had to buy your ticket at the ticket booth okay Yeah. you would get there early beer in hand by the way
1: walk you us through Oops. Yeah, walk us through for like a 1 o'clock you just game down that I button. did yeah I'm still pissed at him
0: alright 1 o'clock game well on the weekends you gotta get there a little bit early okay. there's two reasons you wanna get your ticket get the hell off the line Yeah. you also wanna go drink beer somewhere mm-hmm. we would literally get our tickets at the general admission window and on the way walking away you would see people elbowing themselves going hey that's them that's them and keep in mind, when people are asking, what do you mean that's them? Who yeah. cares? We sang songs. We told jokes. We pantomimed. Yep. We made a big show. Sometimes a game would end, and I'm not even kidding. People would clap. I believe it. Uh, bat day, we signed
1: <laughs> Bats Up to Kazoo. You were autographing promotional Bats on bath day Let at Yankee Stadium. Let me tell you Stadium. something.
0: When I was going through my early 93 scorecards, yeah. one of the gimmicks I found was autographs. All right? Not only was I autographing things, because I was a welcomer okay. already, I was having people autograph stuff. Yeah. A lot of the names I don't recognize. Sometimes I'd see an autograph, the next one would say, cool, five-year-old kid. <laughs> you know? Or uh, what was the other one over here? Oh, Michael K. Michael K. Sanger. Can you imagine being Michael K? Well, how the am I? The
1: voice of the Yankees. Well, now. yeah. Okay, yeah.
0: Funny thing about Michael Kay by the way So we would go Around the back I don't remember Getting his autograph Around the back But he signed it He must have been Really perturbed with us But Michael Kay Was the kind of guy That he talked so much that we would tell him, uh, all right, we've got to go. You know, usually you think it's the other way around. Not that he's Mr. Celebrity, but, boy, that guy can talk off.
1: Well, in those days, he was the radio guy, right? Yeah. And, and not all, recognizable unless, you, you know, you knew him. And we started yeah.
0: talking to him, and, boy, he, he, we had to go, okay, thank you. Yeah. We, <laughs> we've got to go. He wouldn't we've, shut up.
1: Yeah, we've got something to do. He wanted your friendship. But,
0: you know, we had I had a lot of autographs on the scorecard. A lot of them, yeah. I don't know who they are. Um, I've had there's phone numbers on there. And what's even better is there's no name attached to it. I don't know if it was someone just going, hey, you watch wrestling? Let me give you my number. Or was it a woman going, Come me tomorrow. Let's go to dinner. Incredible. I don't know. Maybe we should try to call one of those sometime.
1: How many games – can you imagine? How many games in, 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 in the early heyday a year are you going to?
0: Okay. Bottom line is I've scored mostly from, say, 93 because I don't have any scorecards from 92. Uh, from 93 – into say two thousand and one, when I stopped bringing scorecards and not even making it into the game because I was too busy drinking at the bodega. Mm-hmm. Over six hundred.
1: Over six hundred games. Yes,
0: that was scored. I have four binders, back you know, of of, of scorecards.
1: There are families that don't go to six hundred games in a yeah, lifetime if you count every member.
0: And you're talking about, hooray me! I don't yeah. want to toot my own horn, but doop, doop. <laughs> look, sixty games a year. Full-time job Active sex life Yes Well Important But no, but seriously um, How the hell did that happen? You know, and you would go to work all day You'd go up to the stadium You'd drink You'd go to a game You'd go home And you'd do it again tomorrow Um, So yeah Backstory 600 scorecards They got progressively sloppier As years gone on The first scorecard Which I will post at some point it has a couple of little Which you,
1: you showed it to me before yeah. we started recording. It and I'll be clean. honest, dude, you opening it and showing it to me and telling me what it was, it's yes. like I got goosebumps. It looked So clean. I'm it looked looking cool. for, yeah, it, it, no, 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 it was clean. And I'm looking forward to you sharing that with the community well, so they can see it. you go it. to
0: that same date, say in 1998, there isn't a speck of white on that shit yeah. because it's all covered up with jokes, polls. Drawings—it's just ridiculous. It
1: goes back to what I said before about you being one of the great storytellers that I know. But you also take pride in it. Oh, you know, you God. took you, and, and, and it's clear as day. That's a twenty-one. Think about that. We're we're actually we're a week away from twenty twenty, the Roaring Twenties. You know, that's a twenty-two-year-old scorecard. And
0: man. you know something? I deserve an award for that. And the only trophy I have from the bleachers is a. Uh, I think it was best alcoholic or funniest alcoholic. <laughs> It's a bowling trophy oh, couldn't idea. find one With a guy drinking on it They gave me a bowling trophy From the bowling out. alley? I, I From the that. bowling alley? No, I don't know where someone got yeah. it They probably got it when they were 11 years old From bowling <laughs> to 107 or something
1: Now let me, let me ask you this Because yeah. you, you earlier had mentioned the autographs And people recognizing you I said it during our pilot episode. You know, my father, we were lucky enough where he had season tickets and he would take me and my brother to games 93, 94, 95, 96, and 97. He stopped. And we always, we had the Friday night plan. You guys, I'm sure, were very rowdy on Friday nights. I remember it. Um, We, you know, you're talking about games now, even Friday night games, where the upper deck is empty, the upper bowl is empty. You know, your your main box level is pretty full. But you guys were always making noise, getting rowdy, having fun. I I remember it, and I remember it in in those years. And the significance to me is that these are also great years in the history of Yankee baseball.
0: Yeah, think about it. I started out there, and it was like, I would call it dead years. I told a, a story on our intro podcast where I've got a picture of Captain Bob, one of the legendary figures out there, who's still out there every once in a while. Yeah, yeah, he's I've very seen him well a few regarded. Times,
1: yeah.
0: He's holding up a newspaper headline that says, we're in first. Yeah. And you would have thought that he was holding up a headline that said World Series champion." I know. That's how big that was. It was a big deal it was in those in the days, mid- yeah. It was like a picture taken in June, Yeah, and he's yelling... Like I am, you know, when they open up the hat. house.
1: <laughs> it was a new thing, though, too, dude. I mean, oh, w- how long was it since Steinbrenner leaves at the end of the 80s? You know, if there was a wild card in the 80s, we're talking probably about history a little differently. But Steinbrenner leaves, the team goes to shit. Of course, it was a big deal in those days.
0: Well, and one of the things is, and we're going to get into this in time, another reason we're doing this is I was through all of that. I was at the playoff games, the World Series games, the parades, uh, Good and Snow hitter, Wells' perfect game. It got to the point when my years ended, people would call me up and go, you want a playoff ticket? I'd be like, ah, been there, done that.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, you do it. Well, he, you know what? This is kind of what I wanted to get to, and you can answer it in detail if you want. You can give me a short answer. Maybe this is a whole episode Have in I itself. A short answer? Well, you, you we
0: already – I never did answer the – what was it like going to a game at, You know, on a Saturday morning? We'll get back to we'll that. Get we'll get back to that. But, yeah. but
1: my next question could be an entire episode in itself. Yes. I'm giving you the, the, the championship years, 96, 98, yeah. 99, 2000, 2009, if you want to count it, whatever. I always hear, when I started sitting out there, like, it, it, it's human nature. You Things are always better in the past than they are presently. I always heard that 98 was the greatest Yankee season and the greatest bleacher season. Do you agree? Do you disagree? And why, why so? Uh,
0: you know what? I will say there's a lot to that. Uh, there's a member of our group that used a... Web tag of bleachers died in 96. I don't think that's the case at all. Maybe some.
1: You knew what people. he meant by that. Yeah, yeah I do. You knew I what do, he meant but by that. if you look at that's that on tone paper.
0: Yeah, it. if you look at that on paper, but no, I think that was when things were getting to their better. Okay. Because, first of all, you had a whole new crop of people, and we had some funny people, okay? Yeah. And the humor was being refined. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You know, I'm looking at these old scorecards, and an idea of a funny line was, you know, a guy's coming up selling cotton candy. And we would say, you know, instead of saying "stick that candy up your," <laughs> we would be funny by saying "sticky that candy yeah. up your." We thought that "sticky" yeah. was, you know, how about humor. The, it was advanced
1: humor. How about Cracker Jacks? Which to this day I think is. yeah we were going to touch either. on Nemesis. Yeah.
0: Uh, cracker Jack and popcorn and yeah. peanut guys yeah. in costumes. Yeah. We would spend an in a. Inordinate amount of time Yelling at them yeah. And they would be making Crotch chops at us And we'd be chanting That's not butter <laughs> At popcorn And
1: the vendors that, The vendors that Played along with it Are the ones that Lasted out there The ones that couldn't Take it You never really saw them No again, and right? I have yeah. one
0: Big regret In my whole bleacher life What's that? We were kicking around The idea of somehow Me wrangling away To get into one of those Costumes and selling what?
1: What would you sell? No, I wouldn't you, sell anything. I would yeah. just walk up and annoy everybody, and then pull it off, and
0: you go, "Oh my God, was it him the whole uh, time?"
1: I remember that. I remember the first time I heard "Cracker Jacks, Cracker Jack." Who you calling a Cracker Jack? I think yeah. it was who Larry that said it. Who jack? you calling a Cracker Jack? Who you calling? And and it was one of the funnier things to me. Well,
0: but you remember weird. the guy came up selling souvenirs, and we used to call him Crap Man. Yeah,
1: yeah. And of yeah. course,
0: because we sang all the time. That's right. Na 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 na
1: na na na
0: na 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 Crap Man. Yeah. And Robin, people. Money, Money. Yeah,
1: yeah you're bringing back Memories and Boy that these man, guys are man. comp
0: They didn't want to come up
1: there No Well that's my point You have like Nicole Who started sitting out there mm-hmm. And then uh, Became a vendor And exclusively I think was Was selling The Yankee shit out there But yeah. Wow the
0: pop, I mean the beer you're guy Had some memories, prestige yeah. You know we'll get into Well and you had Celebrity beer guys Like Cousin Brewski But boy Who is still sell- out there Confirm
1: yes. yes I saw him a year or two ago oh. It blew my mind
0: Well let me tell you this I saw him a couple of years ago and I did not want to spend $15 on a beer. And I made a commitment in my head. I am not buying See, a beer. See, you're
1: not I... even being sarcastic. It probably was a $15 beer. It was. Beer. This yeah. was only a
0: couple years ago. And I'm like, I'm not doing it. Yeah. So I get lost looking for the bleachers in the new stadium because uh-huh. I'm not in the new stadium very often. That's an episode in itself as well. I don't like that place. However... I'm kind of lost, so I go around this one turn, and who's coming the other way with beer? Cousin Brucey? Cousin And guess what I had to do?
1: What happened? You I bought a, f- you well, bought a 15 a fucking dollar beer. I have to buy
0: 15 Oh, my
1: beer. God. He didn't give you any sort of... No, he can't. What could can he do? No. Yeah. As
0: a matter of fact, he tried to show me a second one. I think he was telling me to double
1: <laughs> Can I go off
0: on a tangent?
1: Absolutely. And while you do that, I'm going to try to light my cigar. All right. I haven't
0: even lit mine. I'm gonna- it's a hopeless case with me talking so much. But listen, here's a funny one. Here's a beer story Back in the day We used to have These plastic cups Not plastic What was that That Dixie material
1: I know what you're Talking about yeah, was, I would refer to it Personally I would refer to it As plastic Right But go, yeah. I know we all know What you're talking and, about
0: And boy did the beer Get hot fast Yeah So uh, <laughs> when beer Went up a little bit more Maybe it was seven or eight dollars I'm like I'm getting me a beer right?
1: Which is still a lot of money Because I remember When that happened and That's yeah. what makes
0: this story A tragic tale And
1: God bless this the bodega This is a Shakespearean
0: story bud Go ahead Because it's tragic Yeah I buy the beer Turn around And I probably drop it Okay it's all on me Well literally It was on me But also That was on me My fault yeah. I can't go to the guy Sorry Yeah, yeah So I'm yeah. thinking about it I'm like That was eight bucks Nine bucks actually Because I was a big tipper Dollar a beer Good for you man. Thank you So I'm like Alright let me do another one So I get it And I'm holding that And it Like it's the holy grail Like it's That yeah. beer is not going down It's a
1: newborn baby
0: So I put that beer down For one second Because I got to get my scorecard And I have to write down That I Spill the beer Yeah Because these are important things On the history of the bleachers Of course I kicked the beer over Oh fuck Yeah And I'm watching it waterfall down Oh fuck so What I got a someone, terrible Yeah fear. I got someone yelling at me But I don't care yeah. So I'm trying to think about this Do I buy a third? <laughs> Guess what? You did it? Do I take a vote? Yeah Hang on There you go You did it. Yes I did <laughs> Alright so That was a $27 beer I might have tipped the dollar At the last one Yeah because, I mean, what am I, you know, Nelson Rockefeller? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that a good rich analogy? I, it's it? it's, it's the, the ultimate.
1: Well, Nelson, over the course of time, Rockefeller is the the god. Modern day, you want to say Jeff Bezos. You want to say Trump. You want to say, I, I mean, I have no idea. But over the course of time, Rockefeller is the
0: top. Well, I I wanted to pull out an old canard. Yeah. And that was one. Yeah. Yeah, but th- that was the whole beer thing, and that, that regarded around Cousin Bruski. But yeah, Cotton Candy took beatings out there, the poor guy. Uh,. What are you going to
1: do? Personal story for me. I remember shaking your hand the first time. So wow. I, 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 yeah. Was it like
0: a Mega Power's handshake? I'm going to
1: tell you right now. Yeah, um, please. So, like I said, 01, uh, 02, I sat out in the bleachers in Section 39 for a handful of games. 03 was the first year I got season tickets with a couple of my, of my buddies. Section 39, row C, seat 20. I had that till the end of the stadium. And uh, little by little, I started uh, meeting more guys out there. Obviously, the message board, which could be an episode up uh, of itself, helped out. I The had
0: second a, version of the message board still exists.
1: It does. You yes. mentioned that. Yes. 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 I looked at it. We'll yeah. get into that another time. So my message board name was Tone516. That's how people would address me. Uh, Vinny was very friendly to me in the beginning. Dever was very friendly to me in the beginning. My first outing with you guys was a Friday night Subway Series game at Chase Stadium. I I don't remember the matchup, but it was a rowdy affair.
0: Well, let me tell you something. I ain't going to remember
1: it. (laughs) So I'm sitting in the front row, and uh, Devers talking to me a lot. Vinny's talking to me. That was the same night I met Midget Mike. And you were sitting up at the top. We had – they stuck us all the way at the top. If you remember those games yeah. at Shea Stadium, we were all the way at the top. We
0: mooned the city. We did. Yes,
1: we did. By the, through that
0: little window. There,
1: the There is a picture of us. It was on Vinny's. Remember Vinny used to do those calendars for us? Those. Yes. So the 2004 calendar has a picture of me, you, 41, and I forget who else. And you were giving out lollipops. I don't know if you remember this or not, but you were handing it. Yeah, you're laughing. You were handing out lollipops. And I, be- I want to say it was Midget Mike. It was either Midget Mike or Knobloch who said, Tone, this is Tom. And I shook your hand, and that was the first time I met you. But to the point I made earlier in the podcast, it's not like I didn't know who you were. It was like meeting – it was like you know being a, a dealer in Vegas in the 60s and being introduced to Sinatra. You know what I'm saying? Like, it what? was a big deal for me, and you had said that you already knew me from the message board, but we were, we were physically meeting each other for the first you know time, and I never forgot that. To
0: me, my favorite part of that story is handing out lollipops. Yeah,
1: you were. I have yeah. So the picture, if you go back and look at the old – I'll look for the picture and maybe share it on Facebook. But if, if you find the picture, it's me, you, 41, who's like in a tank top at the, on a Friday night game, and I have a lollipop in my mouth, and, and you, you handed me the lollipop. And I think the Yankees that won the game, is, but I, I don't mean, remember. I like yeah. oh you know, three 3 Subway Series. Like
0: well, th- there was games. Again, um, I would literally have people come up to me and go, uh, Hey, Tom, so-and-so wants to meet you. Yeah. And I'm like, who the hell am I? Yeah. But it was just the fact that, again, I think it's more closed section. We obviously are a group that's very close. And people are afraid. Well... Well, not afraid, but they're like, I'm not part of this. And to me, the more the merrier... I got yelled at a couple... Of th- not yelled at, but... We'd do our outings to Jeremy's and places like that. and yeah. Strangers would be peering, and they'd be like, "What are these people doing here?" And I'd be like, "I invited them." Yeah. Because who are we?
1: You were always, always yeah. a friendly who, guy yeah, in terms of that, bringing people into the group.
0: Well, and I, while we're doing this, so if I was a prick,
1: yeah, and I wouldn't I, have had
0: people sitting next to me.
1: And you acknowledge—I I feel like you—you you need to acknowledge the fact that you are a man of of. Stature and status out there Otherwise why would you be doing it? Oh absolutely I am. Yeah. You
0: know I wanted to do a book um, I'm, I'm very happy to be doing this I always try to To say though The reason I am what I am It's because of Everyone else Because They're the ones that Said these funny lines That made the scorecard They're the ones that are giving me These stories yeah. You can't be a good storyteller Without You know A story yeah. Now then again There's a lot of stories that You know me wandering Or drunk by myself That uh That I could tell that only involved me (laughs) but no or you know but that's what this is all about yeah and you know we always talk about how did you do all those games even if you love baseball look you're going into a place where you recognize hundreds of faces your friends or at least casual acquaintances with hundreds of people that's fun I'm looking at this game in 93 opening day and I'm imagining what I was thinking leading into that. I can't wait to get out there. Now, yes, we get excited for the baseball season. It's spring. We get to sit at home after work and watch yes yeah. with our family in the yeah. room. Back then we were like, I can't wait to get out there and start tearing it up again. That's the difference. And you know you're yeah. talking about going out there on a Saturday morning. We're going and getting our general admission tickets. And that leads you to another aside. Did I mention this in the first podcast? I don't even remember. Tell we were me. I-
1: I'll remember.
0: Gang bang Steve. He knows damn well it's general admission. Yeah. I know I told you the story you off You told there, me off You
1: didn't you. say it while recording. Go ahead. Yeah.
0: He goes up there. It's general admission. The guy's older. He's grumpy. He doesn't even want to be there. Steve comes up and goes, can I get a seat right behind right field? <laughs> yeah. You know. And the guy goes, it's general admission. And Steve goes, no, 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 no. You don't understand. <laughs> Paul is my favorite player I came from out of town to see him I want to sit right behind him It's general mission You sit where you want (laughs) No, you're not <laughs> listening to me. I need a seat right back. Yeah. So this is the stuff that we would do to entertain ourselves An- on Saturday morning.
1: Another great storyteller, by the way, Gangbang Steve. Another I Gang believe Bang. he yeah.
0: may very well be the first guest.
1: He, uh, you know what? I don't want to say it, but let's just make it official now. I'm going to ask him.
0: Because yes,
1: I think he'd be—you he, talk about guys that need to be on this podcast that are great for this sort of thing— uh, I, I think of Vinny I think of Milton But I Steve In terms of Just letting it rip He's right up Right up there And
0: Steve's going back You're talking about Mid 90s again Yeah
1: I'm gonna call him I'm gonna get him on You know The first one
0: It's funny There's a bit of an age gap With me and Steve But we'd be sitting out there Drinking beer And he was almost like He was the one Taking care of me Yeah Okay but, um,
1: mature beyond his years, by the way, even from a much younger age. Oh, yeah, and he's yeah.
0: seen it all and he was part of it all. And, oh, yeah. And, so, and me and him, I think, out of all the bleacher creatures, except when I lived in Long Island City and I used to hang out with Grover, lived on my block regularly to watch wrestling or do stuff. I think Steve is the person I spent the most time yeah. with. So, yeah, we got a wealth of stories. But um so we get our ticket.
1: Speaking of Grover, we're gonna do a Diamond Dogs episode one day in the backyard over there.
0: I don't know if someone that owns a bar wants us to do one. We are definitely gonna do a live one. (laughs) I don't give a How about this?
1: How about this? I don't give a shit what he thinks. We're doing it in his backyard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We will take it over.
0: All right, yeah, we'll so we get we get our beers, we walk down the line, people be pointing at us and whispering. And by the way, when I say that, it's not totally braggadocio because yeah. a lot of them might have been going, look at those assholes. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Those are the jerks the that guys, ruin yeah. our good time. Yeah. Um, and then we would find somewhere to finish our beer. But remember, we used to go in early. That's another key thing about the early 90s, okay? They sold beer inside.
1: Batting practice, right? You guys yes. were in during batting practice. And yeah.
0: that stopped. And boy, another episode in itself is the beer ban, which um, I was No, started. no,
1: no. That has to be yeah. – because uh, I wasn't around for that. But I want to hear about it. When you I took away about our
0: beer it. inside mm-hmm. – oh, that's it. We're not going in before it's the game prohibition.
1: So. Exactly. It's prohibition. Exactly. It's prohibition on the United States.
0: See, this is a lot of money when I think about it. But. Yeah. So, uh, it, made it the it going made the, It
1: made the bodega a lot of money.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you're thinking $2.50 a year <laughs> is getting them a ton of money, maybe it's $1.50 then.
1: In those days, where who the hell It's relative, knows? I guess, of what a lot of
0: money is. But. Um, and yeah, and then we would buy our cigars. <sighs>
1: See, okay, you said this to me before we started recording, oh, and, 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 and full disclosure, I never knew this happened. You guys would smoke cigars
0: yes. in the seats. That is correct. Now, in the fucking bleachers, you were smoking cigars. This is funny, because back in those days, apparently, yes, you could smoke out there, all right? And it, this only lasts a year or two. And then I remember, <laughs> even when they banned it, we would bring cigars in, not lit, and just chew on them. But Incredible. what's funny about it is it started small. Someone would be out there smoking a cigar. Hey, Tom, you want one? And I would smoke one. Then we'd go out and a couple other people go, let me get one. So it went from two people to four people to six people. And I'll never forget one game. There was probably 30 people smoking cigars. And we're not talking that about is, like that gigantic is. Cubanos. We're talking about like little... Dollar cigars, and I'll get into that too. But <sighs> Tina walks up and she looks around and she looks right at me. And she goes, God damn it, Tom, look what you started <laughs> so she, out here. So,
1: Tina was not a fan of the cigar smoking in the bleachers, is what you're telling me.
0: Would you imagine her to be? Uh, you know, well,
1: when we smoke cigars in the bodega, she doesn't say anything.
0: Dude, there was one time outside the back of the stadium, some dum-dum knocked over a, a cart and it yeah. caught on fire, and there oh my was smoke God. flying over the place. That's what the
1: bleachers look like. Incredible. But here's the best. I trade it all to be there for one. You know what we were doing? We were
0: buying Phillies blunts, okay? And smoking them as cigars. Yeah. Now, I wasn't so naive to not (laughs) know that most people would just use it to roll. (laughs) For other for other things. Well, I'll never forget one time a cop comes, he sees us, you know, with our little Phillies box and we're kind of lighting cigars. He comes, kind of not running over, but he's he's ambling over pretty quickly and he goes like this. He goes, huh? He goes, oh, wow. Oh, okay. You're smoking them as cigars. He goes, I've never seen that before. (laughs) Yeah, but you
1: honestly were. Yeah, you honestly were.
0: Was that a compliment, though? Was that good or bad? It's fine. I mean, they had the pre-drilled hole and and everything. And nowadays,
1: it wouldn't matter because nowadays you could smoke whatever you want on the streets of New York. Yeah, Yeah. no,
0: but that was funny um, because we would be smoking them as cigars. And uh, believe it or not, there was an OTB. Also in the you, area. You mentioned now we that, didn't go yeah. there often, but imagine before the game, if every once in a while you go, let's go into the OTB.
1: No, listen, for for somebody listening to this, that Beers, that, cigars that, that yeah, that's my point. Gamble. For somebody listening to this that doesn't really remember the old stadium. Like, if you're kid, late teens, early 20s, even late 20s, to hear this shit, smoking cigars in the yes. bleachers, OTB, yes. uh, doing basically whatever the hell you want, it, 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 it's like, you know, it's the wild, wild west of going to watch a baseball game. Do you know game. What
0: power you have in your hands that you could be sitting there and it's quiet no. and you could go, I want to sing a song. And you do whatever you want, man. And you would just belt out horse's ass. And Can- you'd stop by just yelling. And once you started singing, everyone jumped in.
1: Now, I have to say, now that Tom says this to the folks listening, and, and you've made it clear you don't like the new stadium. Not that any of us do, but it is what it is. Yeah. You don't like the new stadium. You don't like going to games. If you stand on a bleacher right now just to get a, you know, a closer look at a ball that gets hit into the corner, they tell you to sit down.
0: Yeah. So good luck chanting anything. I am not used to that because, remember, we can – and you know what? i got to be honest with you. It's this communist is totally, Russia, Tom. But i got to be honest with you. When I look back on what we were allowed to do and yeah. what we did – um, I wouldn't say that I feel uh, Shame is not the word Because we were kids and we were having a good time I don't know how the hell we were allowed to do it
1: There was nothing to pretty much There was nothing to, to, to judge it against
0: There was yeah, nothing no, to compare true. it we, to we, uh, we were nuisances yeah. We were really nuisances But yeah. we weren't malicious We weren't violent We were I liken us to uh, debaucherous But in a goofy way And right. um, and I can tell you that uh, Sometimes I go Wow, was that a little out of line But then a dad would come over with his kid and go, my kid bought you a shirt.
1: (laughs) Okay, so now that you said that, this is a perfect time for me to ask this question and then another question just because it's on my mind and you can answer it in whatever order you'd like. By
0: the way, I'm going to answer the first question we're going to forget you asked the second question. That's why I want to
1: say both. Number one, when did Tom Brown, what was the day that you realized you were the guy out there? Let's just do that first. I'll remember the second one. So what was the, do you remember the feeling of, hey, I'm the guy out there. It didn't
0: here. take long. You got to remember one of the things about me was um, not that I would always crave attention, but when I, you know, leading into my bleacher time, when I was in college, I was a columnist for the paper and I was really out of control. You know, I was mm-hmm. uh, a shock jock columnist and yeah, everybody on campus that. knew me. Yeah, so I was always the guy, you know, everybody knows who I am. They might not like me. A lot of them didn't. Yeah. But they knew who I was. Yeah. You know, like me, don't like me, just spell my name right in the credits. <laughs> not that Tom Brown's that hard yeah. to spell. <laughs> but, um, so, no, it didn't take long. But the way I looked at it, I didn't look at it like that. I wasn't trying to get power. I was trying to make friends. Yeah, okay. And when, when we started going out to the bars and our three people became six, became 11, You came 20.
1: You watched it grow. I loved it. You watched it grow. It was
0: that. And I never took credit for it. And I don't think I should. I was just happy to be part of it. And if it took me being the person that said to someone, come on over, come on over.
1: Well, did you feel like you were part of it or did you feel like you were growing it?
0: I was growing it. There there you go. And it was because some people just didn't want to do that. It wasn't in their nature. It wasn't that people were standoffish or putting people off. They just didn't have that.
1: and, and that's what I want to reiterate to the, to the people listening, and not that I'm an expert on anything that happened out there in the 90s, but for everything that I've been told and for everything that we're discussing now, I think it solidifies the point. Tom Brown helped grow that section into what it was. I mean, if you weren't there, who's to say that there is a Section 39? Look at even you know.
0: other tie-ins to yeah. history. My, my, my brother is married to someone. Whose introduction to That's the right. group Dave was basically and Laura, yeah. me telling her to jump in on a trip to down the hatch.
1: Yeah, and they got married. Think and about that. They, yeah, yeah so. and you said that pre- previously that we. I mean, we could do a whole episode on uh, couples that worked down and couples that didn't work down in the bleachers. So yeah. You're, so you're cupid in a way too. Exactly. Yeah, you I've South also Iran. broken up some <laughs> relationships. <laughs> yes, <you have>. <laughs> <laughs> so, Some
0: of my own as well. Let me, yeah. So
1: let me ask you the second question now. Now that I did remember it, I'm surprised. I think I I, I think I can guess what the answer here is. But we discussed how the bleachers at some point was like a wild, wild west, anything goes. Do you, what was the day or what was the game or what was the year where you said, oh, boy, they're starting to clamp down on us?
0: Oh, that took a long time. Yeah. And you know what was funny? I didn't realize this till I went and looked back in, in these old scorecards. Do you remember the New York Post headline? Animal House That Ruth built
1: Yes You know that I was do. 93 I do I that do remember that yeah. I
0: would have guessed It was later Yeah So already in 93 Things were off kilter and, and that was just The Bronx
1: That was the Bronx In oh, general Oh no. And when I say off kilter
0: yeah. I'm not saying bad yeah. I'm just amazed That we were singing songs People are standing up On the the seats and taking their shirts off. They're I'm doing, doing the Tom. Dance. They're
1: doing whatever. Oh, the Tom. Okay.
0: Yeah, well, that's another episode. We,
1: yeah. Oh boy, you got to tell us how that started. Yeah. I, I know it's another episode, but at least tell us how it started uh, at some right. point. At some point.
0: Yeah, yeah, but you know, so we're doing all of this stuff now. Animal House, and here's something interesting that's tied into of all teams, the Toronto Blue Jays. And that all started because we were booing. Tom, the, the Bl- Canadian national anthem.
1: The Blue Jays were a fucking powerhouse back I know, then. Back to back World
0: Series. But, but you know what? It's ninety three. Dave Winfield
1: shoving it up our ass.
0: Ninety three. I know. There's other things to concern ourselves with, like drinking beer and chasing skirts. <laughs> and you know, so they're booing the Canadian national anthem. And I, you know, one of the things I, I actually wrote this down because Go I'm ahead. very meticulous. Go ahead. Where the hell is it? Da, 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 da.
1: Are you enjoying the I drinks, by the Are you enjoying the grumpy pills?
0: Yes, I am. And as a matter of yeah. fact, I am really looking forward to that second shot.
1: Yeah. Oh, no, oh yeah. Spirit. Joe
0: Carter of the Blue Jays. He goes.
1: World Series MVP. He
0: goes, what those fans are doing makes me embarrassed to be an American. Oh, fuck him. Yeah, well, then we said. Fuck him. Well, we said Joe Carter makes us embarrassed to be an American. Yeah, good. Good. And we used to do uh, Canadian jokes. Remember, I told you that our humor was a little bit. I hated the Blue Jays in those well, days. Our humor was man. a little smarter. So instead yeah. of saying uh, Carter bangs Alomar, we would say Carter Mounties Alomar. <laughs> so Mount Mountie. Listen, you know, it, goes, it, it goes
1: but, back to what we said. There was always there was there was cheap humor and there was smart. Oh, humor. and we
0: were good at cheap humor. Yeah, but yeah. um. But, yeah, that's, I was amazed when I saw that, that it started with a feud with the Blue Jays. And I did have a Toronto Blow Jays pin, which was basically. I remember that. But you know why I didn't wear it? Because from a distance, all you could see is the Blue Jays logo. Yeah. And people go, hey, there's a guy with a Blue Jays logo.
1: Let's get him. <laughs> but that's 93, though. I yeah. mean, I, you guys were still doing whatever you wanted, to my knowledge, well into the late 90s. Yes. No? Yeah.
0: And by the way, I just, you know, this actually just hit me. Go ahead. When did everything stop? Kind of. You tell me. When I left. When did
1: not, you? Well, no, because I left leave, at the right Tom. time.
0: It wasn't because I left that right. stop, but what, it, it, I left
1: at the right time. What year did you leave?
0: Um, two thousand. I was winding it down, and then I moved back to Long Island in two thousand one from the city, and I was getting married uh, soon after. Any
1: particular reason two thousand you started winding it down? Was it was it no. geographical? No, well, I it... don't
0: even know how it lasted so long because yeah. again, it get it wears on you. Think about this: we're talking about sixty well, games a year. There you go. Drinking, 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 yeah. drinking. So party, 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 party. When,
1: when you say left, it's not like you never went to games. It's just you couldn't dedicate as much time exactly. as you were. Yeah. And
0: then when the family comes, to games. Yeah. Honestly, your, your priorities change. And
1: you began your family around 03, 04, yep. so yeah. Okay. And here's
0: what's funny, by the way. When I go to games now, I don't even make it in. I'll go meet my friends before the game at a secret spot and we'll drink and I'll never make it in And then people yell at me They'll go How could you come All the way out here And not come visit us In the seats yeah. Well do you know why Because I want to see friends mm-hmm. And you know where my friends are They're doing the same damn thing
1: La Bodega Yeah Yeah, yeah. That's where we discussed The that, That's where this idea Sort of You know That's where this seed Started well, be, uh, being watered At the, La and Bodega And what's funny
0: is um, If you talk to us uh, 10 years ago not that it would have been odd for me and you to be doing this But no, not at we, all. we we came at a different era And we were almost uh, I would call us foes But we were two opposing personalities On a message board yeah. Who well, that was that that messaging. That,
1: that was There, was message board. That, yeah, there you go. Well,
0: yeah, a lot of it was gimmick. But the it's message kind of funny bo- that now, you know, the message board was a gimmick, man. The message
1: board ah. was like a promotion, and me and you were trying to, you know, book the we territory as the much crowd. as. There you go. There and, you go. And, yeah. you know,
0: we're going to do an episode, and I'm going to provide the link because people could go back there. You talk about Bleacher history. Um, oh, my yeah. God.
1: So you mentioned around 2000, for whatever reason, you stopped going to games. Coincidentally, that's when, you know, the the championship dynasty era ended. Um, Did you have any... Listen, I think everybody remembers, because we all went, whether it was at a younger stage in life, whether finances were different, for whatever reason, we all remember when uh, the amount of games we were going to decreased from 20, 30, 40, whatever it is, to a handful. Did you ever have any, I don't know if regret's the word, but did you ever have a feeling of, of, of sort of uh, uh, disdain or sort of remorse that you couldn't go to as many games, or was it just so be it, this is life?
0: Yeah, uh, that it was more so be it, this yeah. is life. The same yeah. thing with bars. I used to yeah. spend more time in... Bars, that's another reason why I'm a good storyteller. Who's a better storyteller than someone sitting on a bar stool? 100%. You
1: yeah. know,
0: I grew up uh, in a fire department family. I spent my little childhood years sitting around the bar listening yeah. to the old timers tell stories yeah. and, and talk. And that's why I love things like that to this day. We'll be at the bodega doing this, all right, without microphones on. And then people go, I want to go in the game. I'm like, no, 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 this is what I want to do. Yeah. And, uh, we go to a bar after a game and people are like, we got to leave. There's no girls here. No. I'm like, but we're sitting here. Having fun. hundred percent. A hundred percent.
1: Yeah. Um, if it's a regular season game, I could stay in the bodega doing what me and you were doing now until the that, fourth, fifth what inning. Became big
0: and that's yeah. that ties into the whole reason for this podcast. Why did I bring people in? Why did I welcome them? Because I wanted them to be part of it. I wanted them to be that person talks to me and on a game when it's raining and a lot of people go away, there's another person that isn't really part of the fringe, but he's there. Yeah. And I can run over and hang out with them.
1: Yeah, yeah. Hundred percent. Some yeah. of my
0: favorite games were games where no one was there and I would sit next to a guy like an Angry Teddy and we would just talk the whole game. Wow. And tell jokes and you talk about a funny guy. And one of the good things, I kept this all down on the scorecards. I'd write the funny lines.
1: He's in Kansas City right now, Angry yes, Teddy, he is. right? Yeah.
0: I would write the funny did you ever hear the story about the Yankees are playing in Kansas City? and it's on television and a bunch of the creatures went over there and all of a sudden Michael K and them are like look at these two yankee fans they're so, not getting along very well
1: <laughs> I think I know what you're talking about cuz I was invited to go on that it was like 06, ish yeah year. I was invited on that trip with Keith who who lives by me in Woodbury now I didn't go and I regret it Because he tells me to this day That that was one of the more, most fun road trips I, he's ever had You know something Larry, I, I, Mike, Keish Yeah, yeah
0: There was video of Teddy just dressing down like Oh God And the cameras are cutting to him And he's giving him the points He's pointing at him and yelling And you can only imagine what it could have been like Because we've heard that a billion times
1: Listen, Mike will be listening to this podcast He and I texted earlier today uh, About some hockey and college football games that he likes And, Mike, if you're listening to this, you will be on this podcast, whether you like it or not. Tom and I will drive to you if we have to, but there will be a Midget Mike episode. Oh, God, yes, 100%. And I also
0: want him to explain why in Bleedy Pinschripe's book he gets a full-page picture. <laughs> yes! And glamour a glamour shot. By the
1: way, it's a great picture. He's smiling. He looks like a – he's wearing, I think, like a cowboy jersey, yes. a backwards hat, and it's like a million-dollar smile. Shot. And if you look at it, you'd probably say to yourself, this is one of the happiest guys in the like, world. Why do you get a full-page <laughs> anyway? I don't, well, you know what? We're going to find out. I'll We're going to ask fun. him about that. Yeah, yeah.
0: But man, I'll tell you something. Um, it, it did provide memories of a lifetime. And uh, I'm glad that I chronicled this because no one else did. We yeah. all have stories we remember. And in time, you're going to tell a lot of your stories. Yeah. But think about the stories you forgot only because it wasn't so big. The funny lines. I wrote down the funny lines. Yeah. You know, we were talking before this podcast well, when is this going to run its course? When are the stories going to run out? They don't. We got 25 freaking ideas for I know. themes. We got guests up the kazoo We could be doing this for years
1: So that's
0: I it, didn't even pull open a scorecard And start telling jokes from
1: it That's the whole thing Tom Here we are It's the final week of 2019 And you began this podcast Talking about stories dating back to 1993 Yep And if you do the math I mean we can go on and on and on uh, w- With the games With the teams With the people With the stories With, with, with the drama with, with the whole thing and in retrospect, as someone that you know spent a good part of his 20s out there in the old stadium, and even you know in the beginning of the new stadium, uh, I dedicated a lot of my life to that. And that's yeah. just not something that you can you know grow past and forget. And yes, it's human nature; life goes on, and, and and you may forget or you may take certain things for granted. But whether we like to, whether there's people that like to admit it or not, I guess is what I'm trying to say here. That. That uh, th- There are stages in the lives of all the people out there that are strictly dedicated to that section and to those games and to those teams and to those memories. Hey,
0: at my wedding, there was a family.
1: Yep, you table, said it.
0: Friend table. Same at
1: my wedding. Bleacher yeah. creature There table. was a bleacher table at my wedding. I wish there could have been more. Captain still fucks with me about that, but I'll make it up to him shortly hey, if he's listening. Was I at your wedding? No. Nah. Hey, Listen, hey, the hey. problem with my wedding, and I'll tell you this. You weren't at mine either. Yeah, I wasn't at
0: you. <laughs> <laughs> you know I still get crap from, like, Lou
1: about that. But. So, yeah, well, yeah, he's another one who gives me crap. But here's the thing. I'm I'm Greek. There was, like, three, you know, my 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 side of the wedding alone. Thank God my wife had a small family. My side of the wedding alone was, like, over 250 people. We we so break glasses? It.
0: Is that what they, they do?
1: Not, well, they don't do that anymore. They throw uh, napkins now. They throw Well, I would have unintentionally
0: knowledge. broke a couple of yeah. glasses. You ever see me at a wedding?
1: If I ever renew my vows, you'll be there.
0: You know, before we go... One of By the way, we've been mention,
1: going 53 minutes. We're going to hit an 53 hour. minutes we've been going.
0: Yeah, and you know what? We didn't, and we I didn't hope use it's an entertaining. Run, no. We didn't, we, we didn't use any of the run sheets.
1: Isn't it amazing how that works out when you just get to going?
0: I wanted to mention something funny. Uh, people who know me well these days know that I always find the uh, empty side of the glass. I'm the guy that's driving. I'll hit every yellow light and red light. <laughs> I'm the guy that goes to Dunkin' Donuts. There's eight people in line... <laughs> I finally get to the front, and there's no one behind me. Yeah. I'm that guy. Yeah. I'm looking at the first game I ever scored in the bleachers.
1: Can you give us the game and the date? April 15th, 1993.
0: There you go. Do you know what the Yankees did? By the way, a attendance of 14,091.
1: Is that opening day?
0: No. No. Oh, uh, I, just... I don't know. I didn't mark down on the scorecard it was opening day. If
1: Something memory serves me correct, because we no, had... No, that
0: definitely couldn't be opening day. It
1: couldn't day. be. 14,000. Yeah. That was, that, 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 that was the year the big free agent signing was Danny Tartable.
0: Yeah, where the hell was I on opening day then? Maybe I just was drinking too much and I didn't get the scorecard. Possible. Oh, by the way, I see that the scorecard for that game is written on notebook paper. I used right. to print them, so that means... Uh,
1: Tom has just opened up his binder uh, and gone to the scorecard in question. We're, we're looking at it right now. It's a know, beautiful sight to see, ladies and gentlemen. I the, hope he shares it on social media. I will,
0: but I better get in these jokes from it first because I don't want to... The bike Yo, is yours. By the way, do you do you realize this? The Yankees blew a four-run lead in the ninth inning to lose.
1: That was a Buck Showalter team, was it not? Ninety-three. That was yeah. Buck.
0: Dude, the first game I scored, they blew a four-run lead in the ninth.
1: In the who was the closer in '93? Oh, was boy. it Steve Farr?
0: Yes, I'm and going it on. Was, it, was, it was Steve Farr. Well, you know who you know who had a hand in it as well. Who? How? St- <laughs> and you know what that started. <laughs> that started the popular refrain of how far will they hit it
1: yeah well he had his own demons our buddy steve and i
0: remember you know talking about old school you had george out there one of our buddies george who had at that time a nickname that didn't stick one of the dumbest nicknames you'll ever hear you know those little wooden bats they give as a souvenir i remember all right he used to bang them on the seats another annoying thing that went on far too long and people called him The Little Drummer Boy Yeah Can you imagine that As your nickname No,
1: nah, it's not, not hey, a good it's, look It's
0: a Little Drummer Boy He here. has
1: other names That he goes by Correct I mean I Yeah I, some
0: yeah. Um, Some good Some bad Yeah, yeah. But I'm um, looking at The scorecard And yeah they blew this lead I just think it's funny That the whole run I must have went home That day going Oh boy I'm in for a fun ride For some reason I was out there in '92 A few games they never kept score I don't know where I came up with the idea Of doing it in 83. Uh A couple of lines From the scorecard uh, uh, McCray Hal McRae? Yeah, no, his son. We were calling him Daddy's Little Girl. Isn't oh, my that, God. That's nice. That yeah, I yeah, thought? yeah. Uh, I, I had a bat. This is my great.
1: This is great. Tom reading this from the scorecard. Uh,
0: someone called uh, Joey Gasoline, Fireman of the Year. That's the one to <laughs> the safe. Um, it's foggy and cool. And this is a, you know, you talk about how humor evolved. I wrote down Big Fat Guy in Box Seats. Really?
1: Yeah. I really you pointed it out. Yeah, but there's
0: no there's no joke there.
1: April Well, it it, it at the time yeah. there was no joke, but at the time it was important to you and you wrote it down. Well, what
0: I would have probably gone up and said, "Hey, you're so fat when you dance." <laughs> you know, you, you step on a dollar bill, you get changed. <laughs> you get four
1: quarters. April 14th, 93, you said, right? No, it's April, April 15th, 93. Can you Oh, that's Jackie. Oh, Jack, first
0: night game. It's his first night game. Jackie
1: January. Robinson uh day later. Anyway, can you read us the Yankee lineup from Absolutely. that game? Go ahead.
0: Leading off, Bernie Williams. Wow. Batting second, week Boggs. Don Mattingly. Donnie. Danny Tartable.
1: Yeah, I told you. Yeah. yeah, I remember that. That was a big deal.
0: Paul O'Neill in left field. Okay. Matt Nope at catcher. Kevin Moss was your DH, folks.
1: Number 24.
0: Owen was the shortstop.
1: Owen I don't even four. remember that. My God.
0: And Pat Kelly was your second baseman. Second baseman, yep. On the mound was Jimmy Key. He pitched eight innings, gave up three hits, no runs. Then he leaves for the ninth inning yeah. and all hell breaks. So loose.
1: Key pitched eight innings. Yes, and then leaves and, and then they blew the game. Yeah. Wow.
0: On ninth uh listen to this real fast. What do we got here? It looks like it started with single. Uh yeah, single, double, double. And that was uh how's work. Yeah. He left. Pop up to catcher. Do
1: you think single, he was inebriated single, at the time? He's an at all the time. Yeah, I think I, I'm gonna blame from what this I understand. I'm gonna blame this loss on cocaine.
0: Yes, I blame it on three things. I blame it on how far and cocaine. And and a crowd of fourteen thousand, which uh, must have been sad to see. That's awesome.
1: But again, but yeah. it's a great sight right now, ladies and gentlemen, watching Tom read from this book uh of scorecard. Yeah, and memories. I will post yeah. that
0: up. I gotta get that group going. So. Yeah. yeah, man, holy cow. Yeah. Look at us rocking and rolling over here
1: It's awesome man, we're, cl- we're closing in on an hour
0: There's people playing tennis out here off Yeah, the so
1: you're this guy, tennis? well now there's a few people But earlier the guy on the far court to the right Was missing some easy shots So I, I wouldn't bet oh, on him the if I were do. a betting man And
0: you know what's so funny, with a bleacher history People see pictures off this deck of people playing tennis And they go, do you heckle them? And I'm like nah, uh, like alone, the bleachers. Right? they know where I live
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah for obvious reasons yeah, yeah, they know where I live Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah Wow, look at that
1: It's been a blast, Tom. This has been great. Yeah, this has been great. We really are. Um, I I, you know, if there's one thing though that I wanna reiterate and and we we mentioned it a few times here, in terms of being a friendly guy, in terms of making people feel like they belong, welcoming people and just being a great storyteller, there's nobody above Sheriff Tom Brown in the history of Uh, If you want to call it the Section 203 bleachers nowadays, I always call it the Section 39 bleachers from the uh, old stadium days. Uh, You know, we really, you see a lot of it now, um, you know, in different sports and different stadiums and different regimes of this sort of community of fans. To my knowledge, I don't remember it in American sports. I don't remember it before the bleacher creatures of Yankee Stadium. And you are right at the top of it.
0: And you know, you look at there was a book I own called uh, Bleacher Bums about the Chicago Bleacher Bums, uh-huh. and um, it was like your daddy's book. Yeah. It was like written about very respectful bleacher yeah. fans. We had a lot of them too, and at times we would be very intellectual. I could sit there and talk and talk. And they go, "What is Tom arguing about?" Look at him pointing. We'd be talking about Honus Wagner, yeah. or you know the uh, batting race of 1903. Uh-huh. So we had those people, but we were also harder edge. When you read them. It was almost like they're just friendly folks out at a Kansas cornfield watching baseball. Yeah. And I know that there's rowdiness and the Wrigley Field bleachers and other places, but there was nothing, nothing. And I've done research. I'm very curious. Nothing like what No, had, absolutely. Ever, absolutely ever.
1: And, you know, absolutely nothing. And, you know, we're going to continue this thing and we're going to have a lot of fun with it. And who knows? I don't know if this is the last time we'll ever do an episode where it's just me and you. Maybe we will have ones, but it's incredibly... Oops, hold on one second. We're gonna continue. All right, so we're picking it back up here uh, because this, I guess, this app closes in on an hour. So, what the hell was I saying?
0: I have no idea.
1: (laughs) Um, Oh yeah, no, that's what I wanted to say. we were talking about the section and fuck no, I really don't remember. <laughs> I don't what are you talking I about? Don't remember. <laughs> well, listen. Um, point being, as as far as this thing goes, and as an endless amount of content that we can add to it, uh, and I think we both said we'd love to get Gang Bang Steve uh, for episode two. We will reach out to no,
0: him. No, not episode two. I got more stories to tell for us. He's gotta
1: wait. Let's okay. Steve, you're gonna have to wait. Tom, take it away. This is now Ladies and gentlemen, hour number two. Hour number two. And we're not going a right full
0: hour, so don't you worry about that. We're going to be wrapping it up very shortly. This
1: is, you know, if you're on your way to your New Year's Eve parties or whatnot, you know, pop this up, listen to it, enjoy. You might end obviously- off
0: listening to it on your way back from the New Year's <laughs> Eve party when you got a few. Well, I was going to say, obviously,
1: you. drive safely, ladies
0: and gentlemen. No, I was saying, um soccer to tone. You know, when will things run its course? When will the jokes get old? When will the story? We haven't even touched anything. No, I wrote we down haven't. twenty things, everything from. Going to Shea Stadium, the Mets, the Toronto road trips, no-hitters, perfect games, yelling at players over the fence, pre-games, barbecues, hanging out in the sandbox, fights, feuds, songs. We're going to have a musical episode. Listen good, folks. Whatever happened to the people that we lost, Uh unfortunately, we got to talk about. Uh, 9-11, coming back from that and how we tried to pick up the family again. Uh, The Bleeding Pinstripes book. Uh, World Series parades, Hawaiian shirt nights, softball games. That's ask me, us anything.
1: That's me pouring more scotch, by the way. If you heard that on the parades.
0: Speaking so. of ask us anything, um, you know when we talk about deputizing women, uh, a, a listener did ask me. They said, "Did you ever, with the badge on?" And the answer is yes. Oh my. God. Yeah, actually a listener, <laughs> a, a, a listener didn't ask. That. I, I just wanted to sneak that. in. <laughs> a listener, in. Asked yeah, a listener asked wrote it in and it. In. No, I snuck that in.
1: Can I say something Ash, now that you said that? You know, I was looking. If people heard in the beginning, we I ripped some, uh, I ripped some box seat suck uh, audio off of a YouTube video of roll call so that we could have it for the intro here. And it's pretty emotional, but I went, over, I went over a few videos and I found one. It's actually the one that I used. I found one, I think it was from like 05, 06, And as we're doing, you know, the clap to, to build up to the roll call, Big D stands up. Yeah. And I stand up next to him and I put my arm around him. And, uh, you know, we talked about how we, go, we went to so many games earlier in life. And after a while, you can't go to as many, Right. But when you do go, you see these people, and you haven't seen them in a while. And in many ways, it's like you pick up right where you left off. You know that yeah, feeling? Yeah. Oh yeah. And sometimes I still feel like I'm going to go out there, and Big D's going to be at one of those yeah, games. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's, one of yeah. the
0: people that we lost, and he's someone that will never be forgotten. No, he was. As he was one. Sir,
1: of, he was one of the good guys. And you talk he about somebody when you would
0: see this person, the first thing out of his mouth would always be, "How's the family?" Yeah, man. And you know what? He meant it Yeah It wasn't the old How's the family And you start to answer and they're like Hey by the way Can you hand me out Of that can of beer Over there he, uh,
1: Yeah Someone he really cares. You know my wife Now that I have two children with When, when I was dating her he, he didn't even know her And he would ask about her And he Thanks. wasn't doing it to be fake He genuinely gave a shit You know yeah. that's the type of guy he was
0: And there was a lot of people Like over time We'll talk about people That were a little bit Off the beaten path Sometimes people were uh, Grumpy me excluded. Um, <laughs> some people were angels, Yeah. and some people were pains in the ass. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: And there's yeah. still pains in the ass. Hundred percent. But it's part of the family. Oh, and I'll quake the bleachers to this. When people always go, what else about the bleachers? Here's the deal. This times five of us would go out, and I'll liken it to a wrestling story real fast. Imagine if you know wrestling, if you take the great Kali, Mark Henry, Hornswoggle, and Natalia, and put them in a car. <laughs> And they stop and get out of the car at yeah. a gas station, and people don't know anything about wrestling. They're looking at, you know, this big, thick African American guy, sure. a big giant Indian guy. Sure, sure. A midget, which we could still say on this podcast, <laughs> and a woman's wrestler. That's what the bleachers was like. We'd be going out to bars and it would be me. There's a melting a pot. woman that's fifteen years older than me, yeah, with Tina. A short Little African American woman named Monica, yeah. Israeli Joe, you, you mix all these people together. People are like, what are these people doing hanging out together? We became family. Yeah. People who have nothing in common outside of the bleachers in the beginning. Yeah. But they all become friends.
1: It's very deep, but it's also very true. You know, yeah. it's very true. That 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 was very symbolic of what it of meant out there. Yeah.
0: Bleachers at Hawaiian shirt night or at any event. And look at that group and go look at these people they are totally from every walk
1: of let's let's call it what it is there's no way that any of us or those people are ever going to find each other in life zero less than one zero chance without that section
0: yeah and uh the stories go on and on that's why we will always have this and wait till the guests start coming on and uh And and breaking it out, man We got a lot to cover We do,
1: we do, we do And
0: what we're gonna do, it looks like we're gonna do Every couple of weeks We're not gonna bombard you with material Also, we got things to do
1: Captain asked me if I could host Wrestlemania this year um, obviously, you are the WrestleMania host, so I would a- ask hey, for your close. I would ask for your blessing first. But you would be there. Should we do a live WrestleMania podcast no, reaction absolutely. where I just hook the? And by the way, I will get microphones. I yeah. will plug in the microphone. You will hold oh, yeah. it, and we just get hey. nonstop WrestleMania reactions.
0: And also. I want a designated driver. See, well,
1: you will have one, believe Thank me. Thank you. you. We are
0: going to be doing remote. I will be
1: barbecuing that day. Wait
0: till the first time we do a remote, we could get everybody to chant Box he and we can use that on yeah. what here is live. Yeah. We're going to have sing-alongs. We're going to have guests. We're going to have contests where people can come... And partake and watch this. Yeah. See how the sausage is made.
1: Absolutely. And then we could take him out to lunch.
0: Yep. <laughs> um, I'm going to be starting up a Facebook group where we're gonna be posting pictures, scorecards, things relating to each episode. It's gonna be a bleacher history page. I would encourage everyone to join. I did start an email address if you have any questions. You did, yes, complaints. Yes or if you want to send suggestions,
1: Q and A, requests.
0: Absolutely, and that yeah. would be Box Seats Suck 39, and that's an homage to the old section Absolutely. at gmail.com. And Box by the way,
1: Seats Suck 39, the number 39 yeah, at gmail.com. don't
0: add, don't type after that, and that's an homage to the old section add gmail because that's too long and it's wrong that's yeah. not the
1: correct address it's is what you're Foxy saying yeah. suck
0: 39 number 3 number 9 don't spell yeah. out 39 either uh, no I, dots
1: I no told, dash I told you before we were recording that uh, I've gotten a lot of good feedback both from uh, bleacher and Yankee fan people and also just like uh, uh a, a extracurricular time, right? yeah, yeah, people yeah, yeah. Um, and I've gotten requests for people that want to be on. So I'm excited about that. Yeah. You're excited about that. People yes. are excited about that. I think we're in agreement now. This is probably the second or third time I'll say it under this recording. But I'm going to – or if you want to do it, we're going to reach out to G-Bang yes. and say, hey – you you will be the first, you know, uh-huh. non-host guest yeah. on the podcast and I'm sure he's down for it. He's a little busy now. I'm sure he's getting ready for the college football semifinal. Yep. Uh not to date this episode, but the college football semifinals tonight. Um Tom, I've had a fucking blast, man. I've you had a good a time with you. When yeah. We've
0: together even with a mic not running. Yeah, yeah. Not, you know, and uh it's easy. It's yeah. just simple. Yeah, it really be honest, is. You know, I I get I wouldn't say nervous, but you know, I, I still get a little bit of the old. Oh God! I hope people don't listen to this for a minute and go, oh, "This guy again."
1: If they do, fuck them. Yes, yeah, and, and I think the the McAllen helped, right?
0: Well, I only Maca- had one shot. The Macallan- well, if you want,
1: yeah, the, Listen, the bottle's right in front of you. It's it's there for the taking. Go right ahead. Well, I'm drinking yeah. beer. You it a uh, beer before liquor. <laughs> beer before liquor, <laughs> never never, si- never sicker. Oh shoot! Liquor before beer, never fear.
0: Oh, what if yeah. I interpose liquor, then beer, then we'll, liquor?
1: We'll find out shortly, I guess. Oh, God, yeah, man. yeah, yeah, yeah. But this was a lot of fun, Tom, and I thank yes. you. I thank you again for having me here. But again, you know, this and is I, your baby, your episode, well, your podcast. Again, no, but you know what? Take it away. Go it's ahead. It's not
0: totally about me. I'm glad. I can't think of anyone else that I could do this with than you. you I are appreciate that. I appreciate that. at steering the conversation, keeping it going, um, and... We don't talk over it. Wait till Steve is here and you hear me and Steve talking over each other. It's going to be like two uh, birds. Can I be honest with you? Birds.
1: When you and Steve are here, I may speak for about 20, 30 seconds max. I'm oh going to let you two just take it away.
0: Oh, it's going to be crazy. But I
1: will egg you on a little bit. I'll try, you know, if, if I see that there's an opportunity to throw some gas on the flames no, for the sake you'll of the podcast. Have
0: a more important role that day?
1: I will be the mediator.
0: You know, you'll be pouring drinks. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously people Please give us some feedback If you wish uh, I gave you the email address I'm not going to do it again If you don't have it Go back and rewind And yeah. listen to it again um, We'll be getting together again In the next couple of weeks We got more to tell We're going to be lining up The first guest I will be setting up a page And um, you got to listen If you don't listen Then there's no reason For us to do it. Well that's not true I'll, I'll do this If it's just me and you
1: I'm having a blast It yeah. won't be though It won't be no, we, know, we, but I'm enjoying we will it. take it over Yeah no um, we'll do this Last thing for me, thank you for listening. Happy New Year to everybody. God bless you and your families. And Tom, thank you for having me again. Beautiful sunset. Again, it's December twenty, whatever the hell today is. Twenty eighth, right? Twenty I don't know, whatever. Eight. But it's it's fucking fifty degrees out. It's beautiful. We're yeah, having wait till the first yeah. one
0: we do when it's ten degrees.
1: I am looking forward to that, believe it or not. I am looking forward to
0: that. I can handle that I
1: can handle that. I just came back from western New York where my in laws are. It's like in the teens there all the time, yeah, so I'm no. used to it. Yeah.
0: I'll bet you the next time we do it, it's going to be 10 degrees. Tom, Ring it.
1: God bless you, brother. God bless you. Uh, this was uh, a privilege, an honor and a privilege. Thank you so much.
0: God bless the listeners. And remember, it's nice to be important, but it's more important to be nice. <laughs>
1: there you go. <laughs>